apps are an experience and a business. So how do you connect product, monetization, UA, and creatives to get the most out of your efforts? We learn how to make teams work from a market-leading social casino app. So stay tuned for this and more in episode number 410. Cracking the code on how you can drive business results and customer connection. Equipping you to acquire, engage, and retain customers, inspiring lasting loyalty across mobile, web, apps, and more. Welcome to Mobile Presence. This week and twice a month, we bring you a special series about retention sponsored by CleverTap, a leading engagement and retention platform. Hosted by analyst, author, and top 30 mobile marketing influencer, Peggy and Saul. Thanks, Ricky. And thank you for joining Mobile Presence. I'm your host, as always, Peggy Ann Saltz, mobile analyst, tech consultant, founder of Mobile Groove. And in case you haven't seen the numbers, mobile gaming apps are experiencing their biggest year yet. Revenue slated to surpass a cool $100 billion. So it's going to be a banner year, by all measure. But it could also produce the biggest headaches for marketers if they manage campaigns as if it was business as usual because, hey, you've noticed it. It is not business as usual. Um, COVID-19 restrictions may have driven us into games in massive record numbers, but they aren't the only pastimes on our mind. So marketers are going to have to be smart, resilient, resourceful about how they spend money and spend their time to acquire audiences. This means combining data signals, making certain we are hooked on the value proposition of the app. It also means creating teams, bringing together product, marketing, engineering to get the best results. So how do you get the best results? Well, it's a tough question. And of course, we get the straight answers here on Mobile Presence because this is the bi-weekly feature show where we talk to mobile marketing experts. It's their daily job, it's their expertise, and it's earned them the title of Mobile Hero as chosen by Liftoff, a full-service mobile app marketing and retargeting platform. So my guest today is a mobile hero. He's had a long career in marketing, led UA efforts at DGN as director of marketing, and built a strong UA team. That's why he's going to talk about building teams. A seven-year mobile veteran in gaming advertising, he now manages UA at SciPlay, one of the leading and largest social gaming developers in the business. So welcome to Mobile Presence, Amos Adler, Director of UA at SciPlay. Great to have you. Hello, hello. Happy to be here. Great. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling great. It's, so it was very formal, the introduction. I'm feeling so important right now. <laughs> well, we have an interesting bio. I left out some of it. It was long, Amos. You've been doing a lot. And um, we talked at the top, or rather I talked at the top, about how important it is to do UA right now more than ever. You know, it's all about getting the user, catching the user. Not catching the whale, just catching the user. So why is it so important? Hopefully catching whales, first of all. <laughs> uh, it, it's so important uh, because we need to always remember that we are only like uh, a drop in the sea between uh, an, an ocean of advertisers and huge competition. We need to try to minimize the risk we take, at least leave only calculated risk. Uh, and one thing that is super important in my eyes is identifying your, playing to your strengths. It's something, you know, that... Uh, 
people do all the time. And I think user acquisition doesn't differ in, uh, in any other disciplines. Uh, in the gaming industry, the best thing to do is focus on, on what makes your game unique, what makes you stand out compared to the other thousand social casino apps that, that are out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that helps us being smarter in targeting, in creatives, um, and of course, getting better results. Now, it always sounds simple. It's always focus on what makes you unique, what makes you stand out. But there's going to be differences comparing different games, different genres, obviously. Now, you have a strong brand at SciPlay. How would you say you focus on what you do best? There isn't maybe a recipe for it, but you've obviously looking at what's important for a social casino game. What would that be? So first of all, you're, you're painfully right. It's very hard to, to distinguish yourself in social casino specifically because the core loop is relatively so simple that, and also the, that's the main reason people are coming to play our games. So it's very hard to distinguish yourself using a very simple core loop. Let's look at the top 10 apps in the industry for social, for social slots. They all have one unique aspect. For SciPlay, uh, our biggest strength is relationship with huge, huge, very successful and very popular brands. Mm-hmm. Um, Cirque du Soleil, Michael Jackson, um, James Bond, and, and many, many more. Um, that is essentially a business relationship uh, that helps us being more recognizable and have more people to relate to because we can, on top of selling our super fun, super advanced, uh, very rich games, but also advertise strong content. Uh, Another thing that distinguishes us is uh, that our content comes directly from the real uh, casinos around the US and and around the world. So Mm. people that go to real casinos can, you know, finish a long day or in COVID, for example, when when venues were closed, can enjoy the same content they know and love. Uh, So I have to ask you, it's clear, content, well-known names, that does it for me. But assuming all things are equal, are there tools or techniques you can recommend that help marketers understand and hone in on what's going to keep users hooked or shows they're hooked uh, sure first of all it may sound like a cliche but it's it's just always the case you always need to test things um, because your uvp might not be the best creative you produce and sometimes you need to understand maybe if you want to create an output that would explain your product in the best way possible but sometimes something that is oddly different, let's take uh, misleading ads for you know the, all of the, the match three and build games. Sometimes you can produce better results by not being true to your product. This is something specifically that me, I know that it's very successful. Me, I specifically dislike it, uh, but you need to test that it does make sense for your funnel. For us, it has. But we tested different, like you said, UVP aspects within our game. 
we tested features that were unique only for us. And we checked how, uh, what's the early funnel metrics that we see, CTRs, conversion compared to our store. Um, and we tried to combine it with dynamic segmentations to really like color user journeys um, based on the starting point, which is the creative. And to see if, it, if there's any differentiation from caused by the creative to the user journey. But it, it's something that is a bit more elaborate than just you know, measuring ROI, retention, cost per retention, ARPU, RPPU. It's something that really we try to explain what are the steps that these users go inside your game. Mm-hmm. Um, and we couldn't have done it without being very flexible with uh, a lot of teams together. Well, you leave us on an interesting note because we're going to talk about how to build for that. And guess what? It's not just data and modeling. It is teams. I alluded to that before. So we're going to come back, Amos. We're going to talk about that. One of your blogs about building great teams, great teamwork. But right now, we do have to go to break. So listeners, don't go away. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence, sponsored by CleverTap, a leading engagement and retention platform, will be back after this message. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let WebmasterRadio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. WebmasterRadio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WMR.FM. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. And welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm Peggy Ann Saltz. Today we have Amos Adler, Director of UA at SciPlay. And right before the break, Amos, we were talking about how you have to have the hook, absolutely. But that success requires more than that. That requires a team working together, close collaboration, multidisciplinary, the full the whole nine yards, as we'd say in the States. Um, Now, you wrote a blog about this topic. We'll tell listeners how they can check it out, where they can find it. But the topic is an interesting one, you know, bringing together product and marketing, maybe even engineering and a couple others to the table. What is this? Is the idea that uh, you had to do this in your career and you decided give us a blueprint or what inspired you to write the blog? Um, So when I started thinking about possible topics, I just tried to focus on things that I like to do uh, at DGN and things that I'm spending a lot of time 
in my current position, trying to hone and trying to improve. Um, and they, that led me to cross-functional cooperation, uh, specifically between product, monetization, engineering. Every company is built in another way. So sometimes we have a lot of stakeholders in order to, to move stuff like that. Sometimes we have a few. Um, but I remember these kind of projects that we did it in a, in like a fun, out-of-the-box, creative way. So in DGN, I have to say that it came just like top-down. It's something that we were taught to think in that way because we were a medium player and not, uh, you know, a huge player like Cyplay is today. So we needed to to come up with ways to squeeze every bit of added value we can out of our platforms, our, you know, our minds, our tools, and really try to have an edge and to bring an added value to an ecosystem that is very, very crowded and the margins are getting smaller and smaller. So you mm -hmm. really need to try and innovate to, to have a seat at the table. And I guess when you have to do that, it's, you know, bring the best minds together and also keep in mind, you know, it's a journey now. The app is not just... Uh, install and dive in. Its product has to be right. Creative has to be right. Marketing has to be on the mark, literally. Um, you wrote about this, of course, in your blog, and you've given some great tips. I'll challenge you. Rather than go through all sure. the tips, which I'd love to do, Amos, why don't you give me the one that you think is outstanding, the one that our listeners, if you can't do anything else, do this. So it's like uh, picking a favorite son or a favorite kid. <laughs> it's a classic Sophie's choice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that specifically for me, the most interesting one uh, was like identifying churn reasons. We mm -hmm. tried to be, today I focus more, not more, I focus only on user acquisition, but the DGN I focused on retargeting as well. And as part of our efforts to be more, to stand out more in retargeting, we wanted to distinguish different churn reasons um, mm -hmm. using our data, of course, and with that really offer a different in-game experience to these churned users. For example, uh, people can, can drop a game, you know, from different reasons. Some can drop out from technical problems. They had one day that the internet maybe was slow or something, a new version was being uploaded and something was off and it was just like uh, furiating to them and they decided to churn. It might be uh, bad luck of like a you know a, a losing streak that is out of the ordinary, and of course in social casino we measure that. It can be on maybe it was a time like a long period of time without a lot of live operations or new events, so maybe they got bored. Like all these things uh, and as and aspects are things you can identify if you have the right tracking within your BI. Um, and that's something that we took our time identifying and developing in our BI um, to monitor these uh, user behaviors, let's call that. So we were able to build like three, four different churn reasons. So first of all, the obvious thing is to offer them with a different creative, a different explanation of why they should come back to your game. Uh, and that increases CTRs and increases conversions and lowers CPC. So you're improving the upper funnel of your targeting operations, but 
And for DGN specifically, we had a very flexible back office system that we were able to create different in-game experiences. Um, so we gave these users, each of these segments, we gave them a different benefit. If it's the number of features that are open or all slots that are unlocked or a bigger you know, um, bonus for, for coming back to the game. And we really saw that it made an impact because naturally we tested these user journeys to different segments and we saw a clear result uh, that it had an impact. I mean, it makes perfect sense to connect product monetization and UA. Um, and even maybe a few others need to be sitting at the table. But this is something that marketers seem to have a real problem with. What makes it so hard or what is it that you're thinking maybe marketers do incorrectly or not enough of? I think that sometimes there's a tendency, you know, of having an ego that we don't want people from other departments to put your nose inside our business. Um, like we are doing the best thing in our, uh, in our discipline and analytics are doing the best thing in their discipline. But again, like I said, it was a top-down thing. In general, something that I might have not elaborated maybe enough in my blog was the benefit that it has for a, a company's, for an organizational culture. It, it made such a difference, like that everyone are, you know, are moving together to, towards one target, one KPI um, that is so different out of the ordinary that, of course, people have and departments have different targets. It it's only makes sense. Um, but this created like an environment when we are all, you know, are, are moving forward together towards one goal for a short-term profit, um, like a target, not, you know, not like revenue for the game that of course is an incentive for everyone, but that's something that is short-sighted in, I mean, like that we can see the end of this project. We can see the importance of it. And it just improved the relationship between the departments and it brought better results. So why not? Mm -hmm. Just wondering, is there a shortcut here? I was talking to one marketer and it was like, um, well, uh, you know, we just give everyone access to all the data and we sort of, you know, make people start thinking analytical. So even the creative department was like, here, here's a spreadsheet, figure this out. You can see how the creatives are doing. It was like, democratization of information as a step to creating one big team, right? Is there something that you're doing or that you hope to do to get everyone literally, you know, on the same page? So my premise is that the people I work with or I hire or, of course, are my managers, they have the trust in me and I trust them to mm -hmm. not abuse any shared information. So I don't see this like you said, the, the democracy of information as a downside. I do think that as a manager, it's important to give the proper tools to each department what to do with this information. Now, I can create a spreadsheet to the marketing arts team to look at best performance, but they might not be used to look at large table of numbers. So I need to think what is the best way to present it to them in order to maximize the value for me from that. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, it's in my best interests that and I'm, I'm just like 
going to the market uh, marketing art as an example. Like, of course, it's my, in my best interest for them to be more involved about what works best so I can uh, decrease, you know, the, my effort in creating storyboards and they will have their freedom and their creativity. So, of course, it's, it's something that is important to do, but we need to do it properly and to make sure that it sits well with them. Um, mm. Because unless you do that, it will just be a waste of effort and you will gain nothing from it. You'll mm -hmm. just create empty reports with no recipient and no added value. Makes perfect sense, Amos. And I feel that your, your, your first blog is like volume one. Mm -hmm. um, you're probably going to have to dive a little deeper into that because people are looking at this. Marketers are looking at their grappling with this, trying to figure it out. Uh, because none of us is as smart as all of us, I guess, in a way. But we do have to go to a final break, Amos. So listeners, don't go away. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence, sponsored by CleverTap, a leading engagement and retention platform, will be back after this message. Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high-quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. If you're an online marketer who really needs to grow an audience of buyers but can't do all the heavy lifting alone, then here's the solution you're looking for. Introducing the DFY Podcasting System. Here's what you get. 30 minutes of one-on-one -on -one training a weekly podcast for you or your company, distribution to almost every podcast portal, an embeddable player for your website, an ebook called How to Podcast, created for WMR.FM show hosts, and much, much more. And best of all, you'll start seeing results with the DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WMR.FM. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. And we're back to Mobile Presence. Welcome back. I'm Peggy Ann Saltz, your host. And we have Amos Adler, director of UA at SciPlay. And Amos, this is the fun part of the show. You were talking before about how everyone needs to have the right tool for the right job. And then, of course, you'll get right results. That's the whole idea of teamwork here. So I'm going to start off by asking you, your favorite tool. What do you love? So in user acquisition, of course, we work with a lot of online platforms. But for me, you know, the place that that gives me a warm vibe in my heart and I can put on music and just work hours uh, on hours is back to basics, Excel. I'm an Excel freak. Always <laughs> were. Since my first internship, this is what I do best. 
Um, I always consider, you know, dropping out of my position and just be a freelancer doing Excel tools. But wow. uh, <laughs> that is passion. And I could just, I can now see, you know, sort of like, you know, some, some down tempo getting into this, yeah. getting you into know, like in, like in the matrix when he sees like green numbers. So I see spreadsheets when I talk to people. I love it, Amos. That, that is true, true love. So you're talking about what you do, you know, what you would do in your spare time. Let's, let's pick up with that. Everyone has something they're doing in the pandemic. What's the wildest pastime for you? Yeah, so I have to be honest. Um, in, in Israel, we had a second lockdown uh, a while back. Um, and my wife and I decided in the second lockdown that it's because kindergarten were closed. So it's the best opportunity for her to visit her, her parents in the U.S. So mm. I had the house to myself during the second quarantine, which, of course, the, third, the first thing I did was to immerse myself in work. So I worked extra hard. But I also managed to do things that I haven't, you know, games that I haven't played for years. I, I dusted my PlayStation uh, from the cobwebs, you know, and, and bought new games. And every spare minute, I just played and played and played because there was nothing else to do. Uh, mm-hmm. I couldn't go outside. I couldn't, you know, visit friends. It was the ideal vacation for me, staycation. Okay. So in that staycation, I'll bite. Favorite game. What was your favorite game while you were, you know, binging on your games? <laughs> uh, Call of Duty. Uh, it's, uh, you know, while I'm talking to you, I'm thinking about the loadout that I'm going to build for the, my next session. This is, you know, I wake up, I dream Call of Duty, and I go to, uh, and I go to bed Call of Duty. Uh, we're talking about um, wild things. Let's, uh, let's end on a wild prediction for the future of gaming. We're in November, you know, it's not that far away that we have to be in 2021. What could it be? In general, like as a, you know, futuristic prediction, mm-hmm. because we distinguish ourselves as entertainment and not only games. Like there was a very interesting article that um, our competitors are Netflix, not other, you know, gaming apps. So I mm. think that games are going to, especially for social casino, that, that it's harder to distinguish yourself. I think that the borders between entertainment and games are going to be more blurry for example you know like like major apps that you have in in apac region like uh, line and wechat that have a lot of different things inside of them um you know transactions shopping chats everything so i do see that the big apps are going to be a platform for other things more than the core loop um, just to increase the time people spend within their app. Um, this is the most important thing, like getting people to be more hooked and spend as much as time possible inside your product. Makes perfect sense, though, Amos. And I've seen that a couple of times when you look at uh, social mixed with shopping, mixed with communications, all coming together. Look at esports. It's it well, it was in real life, you know, physical and uh, virtual mm-hmm. events. So absolutely can buy into that. And absolutely was a pleasure to have you today on Mobile Presence. Thanks so much for sharing, Amos. Thank you. It was a lot of fun.
And so the last question, you know, because some people, they want to continue the conversation. You're talking about social, right? They Mm want to get in there. They want to keep in contact with you or they want to continue a conversation around your blog, for example. What's the best way to stay in touch with you? That's a difficult answer. No, I'm kidding. You can always find me on LinkedIn, even on Facebook. I might not answer. It's not on purpose. It's maybe it takes me some time to, you know, to, to take notice. Sell is what I was going to say, to tear yeah. yourself away from Excel. <laughs> but, <laughs> or Call of Duty. Um, <laughs> mostly Call of Duty. But, <laughs> but feel free to reach out and, and I hope I'll, I'll respond in a prompt manner. Well, thanks so much, Amos. And thank you, friends, for tuning in. It's a wrap of our show. But if you want to read up on Amos or any of the other mobile heroes in the series, check out their dedicated page over at heroes.liftoff.io. And if you want to keep up with me throughout the week or find out more about how you can be a guest or sponsor on Mobile Presence, then email me, Peggy, Peggy at MobileGroove.com is where you can find my portfolio of content marketing and app marketing services. And, of course, you can check out this and all earlier episodes of our show by going to WMR.FM, or you can find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, Amazon as well, iHeartRadio, of course, simply by searching Mobile Presence. So until next time, remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. Keep well, stay safe, and we'll see you soon. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.